0: It's time to go Bulls Speed Ahead with Michael Kelly. We roll through the latest news on the Bulls from the viewpoint of the man who oversees the program, Vice President of Athletics, Michael Kelly. We hope you're ready because it's time to go Bulls Speed Ahead.
1: Welcome to uh, this next episode of Bulls Speed Ahead uh, brought to you by Tampa General Hospital. And um, this is Michael Kelly, and I'm excited to uh, Uh, Spend time today uh, mainly introducing to Bulls Nation uh, the newest member of our senior administration and uh, Someone that's going to be instrumental in the lives of our student-athletes and that's mr. Lee Butler who is uh, just joining us this week um, joining us the senior associate AD uh, for student-athlete success and for uh, basketball administration and um, coming to us as after a long run as assistant commissioner for men's basketball at the Atlantic coast conference. So Lee, welcome. We're glad to have you here in Tampa.
0: Thank you, Michael. Welcome. Um, uh, glad to be here and Bulls nation. I am excited, excited to see what we can do and uh, take this thing to the next level. So thank you.
1: Well, we're thrilled to have you and, uh, um, you know, having you part of this big, big growth period here in college sports, a big opportunity here in, in Tampa with so much things happening at, at USF. But let's start with that. What, what, uh, you know, you obviously you spent a lot of time in the conference office, as, as I did earlier in, in my career, and this is an adjustment to uh, the daily uh, opportunities and, and excitement uh, of being on campus. But you've been on campus before, uh, but maybe just talk about what made you uh, think about coming to USF. What do you see as kind of the transition from a uh, conference life to campus life and, and maybe sprinkle in some of you know your previous campus experiences even earlier in your career?
0: Absolutely. So what brought me here was opportunity. And I see a lot of opportunity at USF, a lot of great things going on here. Uh, This is a time of transformational change. When you look at the indoor practice facility going up, when I read about the plans for the football stadium here on campus, uh, and all the other great things going on here at USF, it's a a tremendous opportunity to be a part of something that's going to be historic, I think. And uh, so that's what attracted me, as well as the opportunity to impact young people. Uh, that's what I have a passion for, is you know, giving student athletes the same experience that I had, because I know how impactful my experience was for me and how much that changed the course of my life. And uh, for a long time, I've had the desire to get back on campus and, and help serve others the way that the folks at the University of Miami served me when I was a student. And so under your leadership, uh, with all the opportunity, all the uh, exciting change going on here, it was just the perfect opportunity at the perfect time and too good to pass up.
1: Well, you, st- you talked to that you were a student athlete at the University of Miami as a basketball player. You also later worked there uh, in event management uh, uh, as well, so you served the, that university uh, well. well. What can you remember um, – as a student-athlete, on the types of people that you worked with that that had an impact on you that gave you a desire to get involved in support administration for for one thing, and and maybe that have kind of given you this passion to be able to give back to serve as a role model and mentor and servant to to student-athletes today.
0: Yeah, I remember being a student-athlete who was a good student, uh, a better student than athlete. And I knew I wanted to work in athletics, but I wasn't sure where to begin, where to start. And so I had an academic advisor, and she actually wasn't even – my academic advisor, she worked with football freshmen, and she saw something in me, the way I carried myself around the facility, uh, I guess the reputation I had, and uh, said, hey, there's, a, there's an internship for just graduating student athletes that you're eligible for, you should apply for it, think about it, it could help jumpstart your career. It was only our second year in the ACC at the time, so it was all very new to us and new to me. And so I eventually went on, applied for that internship, got it, and that kind of launched my career. And so what I remember is just somebody taking an interest in me and kind of grabbing me by the wings and saying, hey, let let me show you how to get started in this industry. And so that's always stuck with me. Um, That academic advisor did not have to do that for me. Uh, But now I feel obligated to do that for others, to to reach back and help them out. And, you know, when you're a student athlete, there's a lot that you don't know, right? Because for most of your life, you've been consumed with that sport that you've excelled in. And so now as you get ready to, to transition into the next phase of life, uh, sometimes you need a little direction. And so I'm hopeful that I and, and the rest of the staff here can help our student-athletes uh, figure out what's next, uh, what their passion is, what the, how they can pursue that passion uh, and be successful for it, successful with it. So that's what I remember the most about my time as a student-athlete, somebody taking a vested interest in me uh, in my post-playing career and, and helping me get started. And that's what I want to do for others here.
1: Well, it's always great to hear when someone uh, kind of unlocks the door and, and sets off a vision that, that allows you to kind of uh, pursue something that clearly happened for, for you at the University of Miami. Um, you know, we, we spoke uh, in your introduction about how you, you've served really the last uh, probably eight to ten years specifically in the basketball area at the Atlantic Coast Conference office. But, but before that, uh, what kind of makes you uh, – I think so well-rounded to be able to serve all of our student athletes in different capacities is that you, you were uh, instrumental in, in, in all sports at the, at the ACC as well. So maybe talk about how you, um, you know, I know you went from straight from the U to an internship program, went back to the U uh, to work in event management, as I mentioned, but then spent, you know, every bit of your career since then at the ACC. So talk about your evolution in Greensboro in terms of the different roles you played.
0: Absolutely. So I came uh, to Greensboro in a full-time capacity, in January of 2010 under the direction of now USF Deputy Athletics Director Chris Pierce. And so uh, Chris and I worked in Olympic sports, what they call championships at the ACC office. And so what I did there was oversee and manage uh, about half of our Olympic sports, so volleyball, uh, the soccer, softball, et cetera, and really learned there um, how to cut my teeth in sport management and, and working with coaches uh, and working with officials, officials coordinators um, and so that, that taught me a lot about people and how to serve and, and serve coaches and um, a, a number of lessons. You know, number one, being being empathy and being a great listener. Um, that was one of the, the main takeaways I had from that experience is uh, put yourself in the shoes of a coach, right, and and try and really understand where they're coming from and, and how you can serve them um, and then being empathetic to what they go through um, because coaching is a unique uh, profession with its with specific challenges and um, so that you know that experience there uh, doing championships and managing those sports was invaluable and a lot of those same lessons that I learned with the Olympic sports Michael it 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 carried over to basketball when I was working with men's basketball yeah the the spotlight was a little brighter and you know maybe there was more attention and and, and the numbers you know were a little bit bigger as far as you know viewership and, and yada yada but at the end of the day at its core it was still the same you were Trying to help um, coaches and and universities move their programs forward and give them the best chance for success.
1: Well, when we look at that, and and, and obviously you spoke to the words such as empathy and serving, um, you know, before you even talk more about basketball, a a great bit of your uh, job here is to to, uh, serve and to uh, uh, oversee a lot of the areas that we call everything related to really student athlete welfare and student athlete wellness. Uh, when we talk athletic medicine, we talk strength and conditioning, we talk academics, we talk student-athlete enhancement, just to name a few. Um, talk about how you've uh, dealt with that in, in, in your roles before and, and how the early start of uh, you know, talking to your, your current staff and, and current teammates uh, in, in regard to that.
0: Yeah, to, to be successful in that capacity, you have to be selfless uh, and you have to be a servant, a servant leader or a servant member of the team. And, uh, and that's something I have sensed right away. And, you know, in my first few days here at USF, um, you know, when you go around and you talk to the student-athlete enhancement team, I went downstairs and talked to our uh, athletic medicine group, our strength and conditioning group, upstairs our academic folks. Uh, you can tell that they care and that they want to serve and, and take care of the young people that they're responsible for. And so that's where it all starts. Uh, you got to have people that are willing to put student-athletes first and uh, you know without that it, it's going to be hard to be successful but I'm glad to see that that we have that here um, and so I know I know that we you know we've had success in the past and we will continue to have success and even grow that success because we have people that care and that really want to serve.
1: Well it does start with caring and, and I agree I think everyone in those areas has that type of uh, mindset and, and priorities f- uh, for us and, and great to be able to work with you to be able to provide our student athletes with with access to everything we possibly can give them for success not only now and the future and I, and I like the way that uh, I don't know if I've ever really seen the name the, the, the title that we've created for this position uh, really exists before uh, certainly hasn't here uh, but uh, maybe other places but just kind of surrounding it's a, a terminology being student athlete success is really the, 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 the title to your to your uh, role here and I think that uh, that that really says it all.
0: Yeah. And that title is all encompassing, right? I think a lot of times people hear success and they immediately think wins and losses, but it's, it's bigger than that. In our industry, we're talking about uh, the success of young people, both in the short term while they're here at USF, but then also setting them up for long-term success, right? So when they're done uh, playing uh, that they have, that they're successful uh, mothers, fathers, that they're successful spouses, that they're successful business owners, that they're uh, successful neighbors and members of our society. And so, that's all encompassing and that's what we want our student athletes to be here we want them to be successful across the board a uh, bigger than just wins and losses right we want them to go out in life and be successful at whatever it is they're passionate about um, and all those things that I, that I just named are important
1: transitioning to basketball uh, you know we've you, know, with your oversight of both men's and women's basketball program, that uh, is is intentional and strategic on my part to really uh, emphasize to us here in the Selman Center and over at the Muma Center, but also to Bulls Nation as a whole of of just how important uh, the basketballs are to us, uh, how it's a Priority for us to uh, continue to achieve or to achieve new levels of success that uh, maybe neither program has, has, has had before, because uh, we've got the potential there, we've got facilities there, but there's still more to it that goes into kind of creating uh, the type of sustained success that we want for both men's and women's basketball. You've been a part of a league uh, in basketball that's, uh, hey, it's, it's probably the most preeminent league. Let's just say it like like it is in college basketball and in all history. Um, so, how what what, did, what do you feel that you've learned um, during that time, being an active participant in it, that can translate in terms of the way that our men's and women's program can uh, uh, can aspire to be, and things that we can we can uh, do to help improve our programs?
0: Yeah, I, I, like you said, I come from a place where basketball is second to none, right? And, and we all get it. Football drives the engine in this industry. But basketball was a focus of mine every single day for the last eight years. Every morning I woke up, it was, hey, how can we move ACC men's basketball forward? How can we continue to be the leader in that? And I'll say one of the biggest things I learned, Michael, was you can win anywhere, right? You don't have to be a blue blood. You don't have to be you know, have a history of national championships. You don't have to have a Hall of Fame coach. Uh, When you look at, just take this past season as an example, you know, I look at programs like Miami, right? At a quote unquote football school in a uh, market that's a a traditional football market, similar to what we have here. And uh, they were able to go to an Elite Eight, right? Best best season in, in school history. I look at a program like Virginia Tech, another one, in a football-driven market, a quote-unquote football school, not a, not a ton of history at all in men's basketball, and they were able to win their first-ever ACC championship. And so, I, you know, you look at what Florida State's done over the last five or six years. Incredible. And so I say all that to say you can win anywhere uh, as long as you've got everyone pulling in the right direction, you have a vision and everyone's on board. And when I say everyone, I'm talking about obviously athletic department and all the, the units that touch uh, men's and women's basketball. But I'm also talking about your fan base, Bulls Nation. Like We need Bulls Nation to support our basketball programs. Uh, that's huge, right? You look at what Florida State's been able to do, their home record, uh, their attendance, and the, and the things they've been able to do there. We need the student body to get on board. Again, you look at you know Virginia Tech's got an atmosphere that is absolutely amazing in large part to – Uh, their student body and so when you get all of those entities everybody that loves your institution everybody that loves your program when you get all of them pulling in the right direction you can win and you can win big and uh and and that's the plan here to get everybody pulling in the right direction uh, get the right people in the right places and and let's see where we can go
1: well i genuinely think that's the that's the uh, right focus i mean clearly we've had uh, a lot of recent success in women's basketball we had really good success in men's basketball a couple of years ago and, and and haven't had the same level certainly not last year at all um but uh, obviously as we uh, continue to uh, grow and develop what was one of the youngest rosters in the league last year with the kind of recruits we're bringing in and then kind of bring uh, to your point everyone together both internally here in the athletic department and grow the external base hey we've got to get we've got to get what happens when uh, uh, when everyone gets uh, gets on board, and I, f- I fully agree with that philosophy. And you mentioned Florida State. I mean, it's interesting. You know, I, I like um, it wasn't totally uh, in this timing because obviously Coach Hamilton has, has done a great job with that program, but kind of a similar thing that, that wasn't lost on me is I remember when, uh, when Carl Hicks had, had left kind of a, a similar post to yours uh, at the ACC a couple years ago, went full-time to really focus in on the basketball program at, at Florida State and work hand-in-hand with – with Coach Hamilton and others to kind of help help elevate that, I I, I see that as the same possibility for you and coming down here and working with uh, with uh, Coach Gregory and with Coach Fernandez.
0: No, absolutely. And I've spent a lot of time talking to Carl about um, his transition from the conference office to Florida State and how he was able to uh, to play a huge part in the success of both Florida State men's and women's basketball. And I've seen a lot of different models for a position like mine um, and how it can help both 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 basketball programs. Right. And so there's no you know, one size fits all, um, but I've seen a lot of good uh, basketball sport administrators be able to support men's and women's programs and elevate their success. And so I'm excited that I've seen some different plans. I know some things that work. Uh, and so we just got to figure out what works here. And I have no doubt that we will figure that out. Um, and when we do, you know, we're going to be a tough out. You know, people are going to – they're going to look at us and say, I don't want to play USF. I don't want to play them tonight, right? And so that's our goal, uh, and we're going to work our butt off to get there. And like I said, it's going to take everyone from uh, our fans, our alums, our students, you know, former players, obviously the people here on campus uh, and in the athletics department. But if we can all pull in the same direction and we all really, really want what's best uh, for the men's and women's basketball programs, there's no limit to what we can achieve.
1: It was both uh, intentional and strategic on your very first day here. Uh, this week that uh, that I called you and and every staff member from our men's and women's basketball staff and every direct contact of every department to, um, you know that, that touches uh, men's and women's basketball as you mentioned before to uh, to, to have just a great uh, session to be able to uh, not only emphasize the direction and the vision for men's and women's basketball to introduce you but to uh, make sure everyone clearly understands that that you are the conduit that's going to help us bring this uh, bring this all together. So I uh, just thought it was a great, great first day for, for you and a great way to hit the ground running.
0: No, it was. And, and one of the things that jumped out at me was the passion in the room uh, from not just the, the coaching staff and the immediate staff, but even the support staff, the people in the other units that, that touch our basketball programs. There's a lot of passion uh, for basketball, for USF, and, th- and that's really ingredient number one, what you need. And, and we talked a little bit about that earlier, that caring part. Uh, we have people here that care about usf basketball that are passionate about it uh, and we all want to see it you know get to get get to the level that we think it can get to and so that's step number one you got to have that uh, and i'm glad to see that that we do have that here
1: yeah and i would encourage our fans that are that are out there to to introduce themselves to you get a chance to to know you as we as we uh, grow together we've got uh, um, obviously, we, we've got internal staff here working, uh, being very diligent, frankly, on getting feedback from fans and constituents and folks that have been involved or have been fans of the program for all 50-plus uh, years of men's and women's basketball because uh, yeah, we, 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 know, uh, we know we all want to improve. Everyone wants to get there, and it's going to take all of us, so the more that we can kind of dir- you know hit things directly and, and learn for ways that we can educate and instruct of, of, of how people can help us, Uh, will serve us in the right direction. And getting back to what you even said about uh, Carl Hicks earlier, it's kind of interesting how it's come full circle for our fans that don't know that Carl Hicks is now the uh, associate commissioner at the American Conference that that oversees all of men's and women's basketball there. So we've kind of got a neat um, neat connection uh, in terms of uh, the background that you and Carl have uh, in relation to USF basketball now, which is really, really good. So you were a student-athlete yourself. Um, you're not the only one in your family that's had great success as an athlete, which I also think is really great for uh, for a viewpoint that you provide and can lend to our student-athletes that uh, have aspirations not only for success off the field, but uh, and on the off the courts, but uh, but but on them in a professional level. So tell us a little about your your brother and how that impacted your life and kind of how it. Uh, uh, you think it can also help uh, just your breadth of knowledge when you talk to our student-athletes?
0: No doubt, all right? So I was the the one in our family who was the better student than athlete. My <laughs> brother was the one that was the, the better athlete by far, right? So Dion Butler was my brother, played football uh, from about 04 to 08, I believe, at Penn State. And so he actually brought me to Tampa uh, for the first time when they played Tennessee in the Outback Bowl uh, during that stretch in a great game here in Tampa. And so he was at Penn State uh, kind of, During the height of Joe's kind of last stand, you know, during Dion's time there, uh, they played in the Rose Bowl. uh, They finished number three in the country one year. Uh, Like I said, played in the Outback Bowl another year, Rose Bowl a third year, and just had a tremendous run. Um, He went on to be a record breaker. Uh, Still holds, I think, one or two records. Uh, One of them just got broken by a kid that was drafted in the first round last week in the NFL draft, but broke a number of records while he was at Penn State, did a number of great things. Uh, went on to become a third-round draft pick uh, for the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, had a great start out there. Uh, unfortunately, broke his leg. Catching a touchdown against the 49ers, actually. was on a touchdown catch, broke his leg, and was never able to really recover from that. Um, only played maybe two more years, two or three more years after that injury, uh, and then moved on to the next phase of his life, which he's doing well in. Uh, but got to see a high-level athlete um, up close and personal and got to see a high-level program. Uh, Penn State football was a machine. uh, For better or for worse, when you talk about everybody uh, on board and what a program can be when everybody's pulling in the right direction, uh, that was Penn State football. And I was able to see how that lifted all tides at that university. And uh, and certainly folks that, that understand our industry know what football can do for not only the athletic department, but the entire university as a whole. So got to see that up close and personal. Uh, but really got to understand some of the challenges that come along with being an elite student athlete. Um, Got to see the challenges while you're playing, but also got to see the challenges when he was transitioning out of professional football and and getting into his space, which he does cybersecurity now. Um, So I think that lends, like you said, Michael, me a unique perspective that I think I can help our student athletes here, whether you're a student athlete who, you know, is going to hang it up and you're not going to play another real game once you graduate, or if you're a student athlete that's going to go on and play pro, I've kind of seen both of those tracks and and been really up, lived one of them and been really up close and personal to the other. And so uh, hopefully that's a perspective I can bring um, to help our young people here, uh, to let them know there are resources out there for you, for those that go on to play pro once you're done. um, The players associations have tons of resources. There's some other uh, retired uh, player uh, groups that have resources for you, and so uh, I'm looking forward to being able to lend that knowledge to our student athletes, especially the elite ones that are going to go on and have professional careers.
1: The athleticism doesn't uh, stop with who you grew up with in the household. You, uh, uh, your 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 wife now was uh, you, you. You all met uh, athletics connected you guys as well, and and you've got a growing family. So talk a little bit about how how, how you and your Wife got together originally, and and, uh, and the life you're building together as a family.
0: Yeah, so I thought I was a pretty good athlete, right? But she'll probably tell you, and I think she's right, that she's probably the best athlete in the house. So uh, she, my wife Veronica, is from Robstown, Texas, which is down uh, just south of Corpus Christi. And she was a a big-time runner, cross-country and and middle-distance runner. And um, she went on to run at Division II School, uh, Texas A&M, Kingsville, and um, was freshman of the year in her conference, and then actually um, had some medical um, situations that caused her early retirement. Uh, but she was on track to do great things; may even still hold records. I know last time we went to the school uh, a few years back, she was still a record holder there. But um, so she, you know, had her career cut short uh, due to medical. But she has a heart of service, and so that goes back to a little bit of what we talked about earlier. Um, so then. When she retired from running and graduated, she went on to become an assistant track and field coach at Miami. And so that gave me another glimpse into the coaching life. And that's where we met when we both were working there. And so I was able to see uh, some of the challenges and some of the rewards that come with being a high level uh, college coach. Uh, When she left there, she went to work at USA track and field and and work with our high, what they call uh, high performance athletes and teams, all of our national programs that are competing Uh, for gold medals and and Olympics and and different, you know, uh, world games and whatnot. Um, And then, you know, once we had our son, we have a three-year-old whose name is Boss. And, and yes, you heard that right, Boss, B-O-S-S. And and he is the boss of our house. uh, (laughs) And and he he thinks he's a big-time athlete, so time will tell. But uh, once we had him, uh, she shifted and and transitioned to being a, a public school teacher in North Carolina, again, serving. Uh, serving other young people and and trying to help get them on the path for success. So uh, that's a little bit about our family, and we are expecting um, a a new addition in November. So that'll be exciting just as we're tipping off basketball season here (laughs) and then hopefully um, wrapping up and in full stride on a successful fall sports season as well. So if you see myself, my wife Veronica, my son boss, if you see us at a basketball game or you see us around town, please Bulls fans, don't hesitate to say hello. Um, we love talking to people, and, and certainly I want to get to know our fan base and, and our loyal supporters. So if you see us around, don't hesitate to say hello.
1: Well, in the small uh, world categories on some of the comments you've made, so so she coached alongside with Damon Griffiths, one of our current staff, so there's some background there. And then when you were talking about your brother, his his SID uh, at Penn State was none other than Brian Segrist, uh, who's obviously with us here at uh, USF now.
0: So the connections are, are plentiful. So they are, they are. So Dion actually told me they called him. You know, because I was asking Deion, I said, "Hey, do you know this guy named Brian?" And he was kind of, uh, he was like, "Oh, Stretch." He's like, "We <laughs> called him Stretch." <laughs> <That's> and uh, <laughs> so apparently, Brian—at least I don't know if he still goes by that—but when he was at Penn State uh, in his heyday, he went by Stretch. So that w- that was pretty. Fun. We've Heard
1: it some, but we should not, we should reinstitute the, the the Stretch nickname as we as we as we move on. So, um, hey, Lee, the, that's that's great. We appreciate you being a part of uh, this podcast. I guess we'll just kind of close. Just uh, just asking your uh, Ways, can, ways that we in, internally and, and that our listeners can, can help you. How, how, can, how can we help you uh, uh, assimilate here and, and ultimately help us uh, ultimately serve uh, your role in such a first-class way that we expect?
0: You know, it all goes back to where we started when we talked about service um, and being selfless. And so I want, I want to ask you know, all of our supporters, everyone to, to serve our student-athletes, to support them. Um, you know, nobody for the most part, you're probably not going to go undefeated during the season, no matter what sport you are. If you if you do, that's really great. And you're probably lucky um, some of the way. But we need loyal support and uh, and get behind our student athletes, rally behind our student athletes and our coaches and, and support them. Um, so that, that's number one. And continue to be passionate. Right. Like, you know, we talked about that earlier. Um, that's where it all starts to do anything great. You got to have passion. And so I, I know there's passion in this building. Uh, for supporting our our athletics department. And I'm sure there's passion across campus, and I know that there's passion with the fan base here. And so I just ask that you continue uh, to be passionate about supporting USF athletics. And, again, if you see me out and about or or you see me at a game, please grab me. Don't hesitate to introduce yourself, Um, you know, whether you're a former student athlete here, whether you're a loyal supporter or just a fan. Um, to would love to get to know you and and have you be – uh, an even bigger part of the Bulls family.
1: Wellie, we welcome you here. We're glad you're here. You're going to be a transformative uh, uh, person in our athletic department, and we we look forward to you having uh, much personal success and helping lead us to uh, uh, higher levels of success in all that we do. So, welcome aboard, and we we appreciate your time here on the Bullspeed Speed Bull Speed Ahead con- uh, podcast.
0: Thank you so much, Michael. I'm again. I can't. I can't state enough how excited I am. Uh, the potential and the Uh, opportunity that I see uh, in front of us. Again, I've been in a league where I've been fortunate uh, at the ACC to see a lot of success, and I've seen a lot of places build up uh, to that success, and there's a lot of consistencies to to what I've seen here, um, both before I got here and even now that I'm here up close and personal. There's a lot of things that I'm seeing that say I've seen that before. And if I'm right, I know how this is going to end up, and it's going to be special. And I'm just glad that um, that I have a chance to be a part of that and look forward to seeing uh, what 22-23 and the rest of our future hold. So,
1: go Bulls. We'd like to thank Lee Butler for being our special guest. Lee, our new Senior Associate AD for Student Athlete Success and Basketball Administration for the Bulls. Uh, This has been Bull Speed Ahead, uh, brought to you by Tampa General Hospital.
0: In collaboration with
1: USF Health, Tampa General Medical Group, and private practice physicians, Tampa General Hospital was just named one of the nation's best hospitals by U.S. News and World Report and the highest ranked in Florida in five specialties. Ear, nose, and throat, diabetes, and endocrinology, gastroenterology and GI surgery, orthopedics and rehabilitation. Tampa General Hospital, other hospitals practice medicine. We define it.